How many of you know that you have the joy of the Spirit inside of you? And nothing can take away that joy. Nothing can steal your joy. Whether your pocket is empty or full, nothing can steal your joy. How many believe that? Hallelujah to Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And um, last week, Thursday, we talked about the boosters of joy. That is, there are certain things that um, allows joy to operate maximum. Hallelujah. There are things that when we engage, makes joy operate in its maximum. We, we understood something that um, we are faced with events in life. And some events are not favorable. And uh, most times the unfavorable events have um, a goal of uh, frustrating God's agenda in your life. Now, remember that nothing can change or alter God's eternal purpose for you. But remember that purpose is actually a revelation of destiny. Destiny is from the word destination. The word destination is, means final address. Now, if destiny is about destination and an address then it suggests that there's a journey from an origin to an end. Amen. Now, just as your destination cannot be wrapped up in a padlock and thrown into the sea, your destiny cannot be captured in a padlock and thrown into the sea by any demon. Whatever the Lord does is forever. Nothing can change what God does. Praise the name of Jesus. As soon as you begin to look at it in the context that a demon can take your destiny and lock it up, you are trying to say that demons are at par with God and that when God does something, they have the capacity to also change it. That doesn't happen. But this is what happens. Because destiny is a destination that suggests that there is a journey and therefore it required of you to walk with the determinant of destiny. You have to walk with the one that destined your destiny <laughs> you have to walk with the one that established your destiny to come to the place of your destiny so there's a need for a walk with god god is the one that established your destiny therefore you have to walk with god to come to that place so when you refuse to walk with god human beings are designed to walk with something or somebody no human being on earth is is is, is not walking everybody's walking there's a walking going on is it that you're walking with God or you're walking with yourself or you're walking with something else? But by all means, you are walking with somebody, something, and therefore you will end somewhere. For there is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end of that way is death. There's always a way. There's always a way. But there's the way of the Lord, the way of man, the way of the devil. The way of man, the way of the devil are the same. That's the truth. Because the way of man is carnality. It's never in sync with God. So, destiny in itself cannot be altered but this experience can be thwarted if you are going to be in sync if your life is going to be in agreement with what god has determined for you you will have to walk with god if you don't walk with god don't expect to get where god has destined for you god will only take you to where he wants to take you to and you will go where you want to go to praise the name of jesus and that's why there is hell Salvation is your agreement to walk with God and therefore you end where God is. 
refusing to accept Jesus is saying, Lord, I don't need your invitation to walk with you. I'll walk by myself. Therefore, you go to where men go to. Anyone that rebels against God ends where God has prepared for rebellions or rebels. And the Bible says in the book of the, the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, especially Matthew, Mark, and Luke, it talks about God has prepared hell for the devil, not for human beings. But anyone that chooses to walk with the devil will end where the devil ends. And anyone that walks with God ends where God walks. This is not an issue of God being a God without love. It's not an issue. It's a principle. Every man is walking. You must walk and end somewhere. So ask yourself, who am I walking with? Ask yourself. And take an answer. Okay, now ask your neighbor, who are you walking with? They say, show me your friend, I'll show you what? Your what? Louder? So it means that I can tell your character by looking at the friend you're walking with. So how far, if you claim you walk with God, why is your character so different from him? Glory. And we said that the events of life are designed sometimes to thwart our destination. But we are more than conquerors. Hallelujah to Jesus. And we came to understand last week that God has put the conquering agency inside of us. And he has put it in the Holy Spirit. Amen. And in the Holy Spirit is every tool you will need to conquer. And one of such tools is the tool of joy. Praise the name of Jesus. And so we looked at things that allows joy to express himself. Praise the name of Jesus. How many of you have gone to an environment and the environment was, was suffocating, so you have to step out? Or you meet somebody who has, the person feels he's bought a very expensive perfume. The perfume smells very good. But when you're when you around a person, the perfume is disturbing you. Any witness here? Yeah. So at that very moment, the atmosphere around the person did not allow for fellowship. In the same way, there are certain atmospheres you create that doesn't, it suffocates joy from operating. And there are certain atmospheres that you give to joy and joy is excited to be joyful. Even joy becomes joyful. And one of them, we, 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 I, sh- I shared with you by the grace of God, um, we talked about the fact that if joy is a fruit of the spirit, then we must look at the tree. It means we have to engage the tree and the tree is the Holy Spirit. So we talked about fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. How many of you remember that? Second Corinthians chapter number what? 13, 14. It says that the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. And therefore, if we want joy to have its full expression, we must engage in an intimate fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Amen. And we also understood that we can boost our joy. We can strengthen joy. Joy can gain much um, expression um, by fellowshipping in the word through meditation of the word of God. And we looked at Jeremiah 15 verse 16. It says, thy words were found of me and I did eat them. And it became the rejoicing of my soul. Hallelujah. And so one, one, the second way by which you boost joy is by meditating on the word of God. And the, the other thing again was that see the light see things in the in the perspective of god when you see things in the perspective of god we read from the book of psalm 30 and verse number five what the bible says says that weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning and we shared something beautiful that you can determine how long your night can last if jesus christ is the bright and the morning star 
he's our morning and you engage him uh, he's going to determine how long the night will last we looked at one very important thing that there are benefits of joy i i i, I don't think i will have the opportunity to share what the benefit of joy but one of the things about joy is that joy joy makes you healthy joy makes you what amen joy reduces wrinkles one antidote before you start looking at makeup is be joyful joy re, 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 it's 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 frees your body from old age why because joy is like a ventilation of even your body and your soul hallelujah so be joyful and you look young be moody and be unhappy and stifle joy and you'll be 13 but you look 40 hallelujah the joy of the lord is my strength there must be something that the joy of god secretes into your system that makes you younger sin makes you old quickly so you realize when you got born again you began to look younger and so david said that cast me not away from my presence of god he talked about the joy of salvation when you receive christ jesus the burden of sin gets off you and the the lightness of the spirit comes into you and even your body is relaxed and you begin to say that instead of instead of aging while you age you rather get younger while you age and if you receive christ and the joy of salvation makes you younger why will you be like the galatians oh foolish galatians you begin in faith and end in carnality praise god there are many benefits of joy with joy you draw water from the wells of salvation without joy you can never access to revelation and without revelation faith is not boosted faith is not boosted your joy will be stifled. hallelujah joy joy say with me i'm rejoicing in the lord always and we understood that joy is no happiness no 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 we said that happiness is circumstantial it means that something good happens and then i'm happy i get married i'm happy i buy a new car i'm happy i get a good job i'm happy i get a visa to travel out of the country oh i'm happy glory to god donald trump calls you to america you are happy glory to god uh, but when none of these favorable things are happening happy is away happiness moves with happenings good happenings leads to happiness but joy does not need good happenings to be joyful joy creates good happenings joy is a creator happiness is a creature praise god when you are joyful it creates happiness and it creates the things that keeps your happiness on but when you relinquish joy to the back and focus on happiness your happiness hinges on the good happenings around you when they cease coming and that is all that's why some of us here when we are broke we don't talk to anybody when we are broke our faces are not good our faces are also broke hallelujah it's a spiritual maturity for you to be broke and still be smiling and greeting people and encouraging people and that only comes by the spirit of joy may the spirit of joy fill your heart in the name of the lord jesus christ when you look around us there's nothing that inspires happiness nothing 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 not at all you 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 go to the the tv you're trying to watch you don't find news 
you know what you find is death consistent death the only place that you find good news and that good news inspires your joy is when you pick this beautiful bible when you come amongst the saints and we are lifting up hands of worship and we are speaking one to another joy is stirred up i see you making things better through joy hallelujah now i'm going to share with you a few other boosters of joy but let me just make this statement which i believe is it's it's very important ephesians chapter 1 and verse number 3 is a scripture that most of us here know because the scripture virtually every service is mentioned it's a very very powerful scripture hallelujah praise god god is good keep your hands off your face amen glory to god all right ephesians 1 verse 3 can we all read it together one two three four go yes hold on praise laudation glory be to god who has given us spiritual blessings to the natural man the natural man will give thanks to god because he has given you physical blessings but to the new creation his joy is situated in the abundance of spiritual blessings now god that knows all things knows that you need spiritual blessings no material blessings god will always focus on giving you the cause of the effect not the effect god will give you the cause god wants to make you a creator he wants to make you a co-creator like himself god god doesn't want you to just be a beneficiary but be able to be someone that has what it takes to create what you want and god knows that the only way to create what you want comes from receiving it from the source spiritual blessings create physical blessings and by the way if you are to define blessings by only physical things you are insulting blessing blessing is not physical acquisitions acquiring material things no it is an offshoot of it it's not all it and you know from proverbs 10 verse 22 it says that the blessing of the lord make it rich the blessing of the lord produces riches so it means that one of the products of a manufacturing center called blessing is riches there are other things that the blessing of god also manufactures so you don't reduce the blessing of god to just riches so sometimes it's, it, it's a natural statement we make, all of us, even myself, I make it all the time. When, when maybe um, you come and say, Pastor, uh, by God's grace, um, I've been able to um, raise an apartment for myself, a, a two-bedroom apartment. And I say, wow, you are blessed of the Lord. That is actually not right. Because you are blessed, that's why you could raise a house. The, the house... It's a confirmation to mortal men the riches you carry in, your, in the spirit. So God gives you spiritual blessings so you produce physical evidences of the blessing you carry. Hello. So Isaac is about to depart. He calls his son Esau. Get me venison so that I can bless you. It means that I want to put my signature on you. I want to put on you what made me Isaac. I want to put on you the power to create what you see in me. That's what I want to put on you. 
Fine, I might give you things, but those things will not last if there's no backing. Blessing is the backing of God that gives longevity to what the blessing produces. So, we know the story. Jacob comes and takes the blessing. Esau understands the power of blessing. As when he comes back and realizes that the father had given out all the blessings, say, Father, please, if it were, can you please check and see? If there's even one blessing. Why? Because just one blessing is able to make me a mighty nation. Just one blessing. Saint of God, you are blessed. When Jesus died upon the cross and he rose from the grave and ascended on high as a high priest, he placed the blessing upon your life. And he says that he has blessed us already with every spiritual blessing in every places. In Christ Jesus. And therefore, I am not a failure. I just be a failure i i can't be broke i i can't be at the back because there's something upon my life that makes me vomit when i see failure it's upon your life too this must enter your spirit man and i want to tell you tonight that one of such blessings that god placed on you the spiritual blessing god placed is a spiritual blessing of joy the spiritual blessing of joy so when I don't take this booster serious and I strangle joy. What am I doing? I'm strangling my, in quote, natural blessings. But grace is upon us this evening. Praise God. Oh, saint of God, this blessing upon your life is the reason they can put you anywhere. You're still going to excel and shine. Praise the name of Jesus. When they put you in the desert, the desert become a fruitful field. It's not really about your environment. It's about the environment you find yourself in. Praise the name of Jesus. I was watching a movie some time ago and this just came to me. Dr. Strange. Dr. Strange. How many of you have watched that movie? Avengers, Dr. Strange. Now you see, because as saints, we are lazy about engaging spiritual dimensions we are ignorant about so many things listen carefully you know the scripture that say that you are in this world but you are not of this world i mean if you know that scripture now in that movie these guys don't speak in tongues but you see anyone that engages the spiritual world will be familiar with things that happen in the spiritual world you understand me now this is a doctor he loses fingers he's an acclaimed doctor amazing surgeon and all that he loses fingers and in search of answer he realizes that there's this particular people who out of certain things are able to engage some forces and he saw a guy who had lost a part of his body and had gotten it back so he traced himself to that place and he meets the the master you know how they do it in the martial art world the master and this lady has lived long, very, very long. But where I'm drawing attention to is that at a point in the training of this guy, the woman engaged something and perceived something like a glass, looks like a glass, appears in the room, and then she enters the glass, and the guy follows. When they enter the glass, the glass disappears. They are in the room. Anyone that comes there doesn't see them, but they see the people. And the woman tells him that there's a dimension with this, this dimension. 
that you see things but they don't see you i say come on people of god these guys for some reasons from their twatted religion whatever they are doing they have an idea of some things that christians that we are not we don't have it we don't even understand it so she's in this realm she's seen everything going on and reminds me of the toilet post testimony of when the assassins were sent to his house to kill him and they asked the son where is your father he said my father that's him at the table they said are you joking with us where's your father say but that is him there now he's taking coffee saint of god these things we share with you in church don't wait and get to heaven and realize we're all true i pray you receive the grace to walk in the realities of it you are in this world but you are not of this world and therefore the limitations of this world is not your limitation the world is happy you are joyful the world's own is happiness my own is joy You'll be the reason that Ghana will walk in joy. Continuation of boosters of faith. I'll do this quickly. Number one, booster of joy. Faith. Faith is a booster of joy. Faith is a catalyst of joy. Somebody shout faith. Catalysts of my joy. Hallelujah. I, I trust that you're following me, right? Psalm 5 verse 11. But let all those, but let all those rejoice who put their trust in you. Let them ever shout for joy because you defend them. Let those also who love your name be joyful in you but let all those rejoice who put their trust in you faith is a booster of joy faith is situating your belief and actions on the integrity of the truth and his word faith is situating or placing your belief and actions on the integrity of the truth the truth here is about jesus jesus said i'm the way the truth and the life and his word faith is situating faith is placing your belief that is inward your actions that's outward on the integrity what is integrity it means that he can't lie he, he can't change his mind if if he says he's god he's god if he says i will do it he will do it he will not he's not a man that he should lie he's not a man to repent on what he says he wants to do so my faith is when i place my hope my belief on him and his word and then i act on it that is faith now what happens is this when i place my faith on him on his integrity that he is faithful he can't lie that himself and his word are not different when i place my belief on him remember your belief is the reason for your actions so if my faith is placed on him then i will act in accordance with him and his word when that happens i see the works of faith the works of faith brings joy How many of you have ever had faith in God for something and then you saw the results? How did you feel? 
Your joy came alive. So faith is a booster of your joy. When you place your belief on God, he's not a man that he should lie. Not the son of man that should repent. When you place your belief and your actions on the integrity of Jesus Christ, the truth, and his word, and then it produces joy is excited. Did you hear that statement? Joy becomes excited. But doubt is a wrong environment for faith. Check through the Gospels. Every time faith produced a miracle, Bible says, and there was joy in the city. Every time faith produced, every time the blind eye saw, whoa, there was joy everywhere. Every time that faith fed 5,000, whoa, there was joy everywhere. You want your joy to be active, then don't depart from region of faith. In fact, departing from faith is dying. For the just shall live by faith. People of God, the just is on faith breath. You can't live, you can't be a Christian without faith. Faith is your life. As soon as you're off faith, oh, you are dead. And when you are dead, joy too is gone. God's not a man that he will lie. He can't lie to you. You're not the first to that God's going to surprise the world with lie. He's a God of integrity. In the beginning was the word and the word was a God and the word was God. Place your belief on him. Don't believe in the systems of the world. Don't believe in somebody. If you place your belief there, you act in that accordance. But what's going to happen is that that belief is doubt in God. Listen, you can't have faith in God at the same time have faith in human being. No, it's like a switch off and on. Switch off and on. If your faith is in God, your doubt is in man. If your doubt is in God, it means your faith is in something. By all means, there must be faith and doubt walking around. Your faith is working for you. Oh, barabashatabaya. Faith attitude says we walk not by sight, but by faith. It suggests that we do not make conclusions to our lives by the processes, but by the end that his word has established listen carefully faith does not conclude faith does not summarize your process as your destiny doesn't make confession what you're going through no i i am not defining what i'm going through it's called going through do you understand it's called what the fact that today i'm walking doesn't mean that i'm a walker no Faith does not conclude. Faith knows what process is. Faith knows it. So faith doesn't conclude. Doesn't make conclusion of people's processes. So if you find somebody in church here, don't ever define them. Put a full stop when God has not finished writing. God is writing. I put a full stop. There are two things that will happen. Either God will kick your hand out. You might end up with a broken hand. Don't ever conclude on anybody. Hallelujah. When faith works and produces, it becomes a raw material for the nourishment of joy. Glory to God. Number two. Number two booster on this continuation. Prophecy or confession of the word is also a booster of joy. Somebody say prophecy. I didn't hear you. Louder. Now, what 
what I mean by prophecy in this context, I'm not talking about when you come to church and then the man of God shut his eyes and my sister come here. The Lord just took me in the realms of a spirit. And right now, I'm standing between two pillars. The first pillar, Shabayasha. That one is there. <laughs> it stirs joy, it's there. <laughs> but I'm talking about picking God's word and speaking it into your life. And this book of the law, what is that? Where is that scripture? Joshua 1, verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of your huh? Huh? but he say what you shall what is it on the screen for you come on read it let's go from the from the beginning one to go verse eight uh-huh 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 hold on this book of the lord can i say this book of the lord shall not depart out of your mouth but you shall hagar you shall speak it to yourself you shall keep speaking it to yourself do you know that when you speak god's word and you hear his word it becomes the rejoicing of your soul do you understand me hallelujah to jesus so how how one of the, one, of, one of the ways I boost my joy in the Lord is when I'm going through a situation that looks like my definition and I take my eyes off the situation and I place my eyes on his word and put the word in my mouth and as I speak the word even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil for you oh God you are with me all of a sudden there's a stir in your spirit man and then your face is beaming with joy and your face being happiness things are happening to you yes the circumstance around you is contrary but the circumstance within you <laughs> is something that is why a person who doesn't like the word of God will not have joy or preaching all the time hallelujah hallelujah they said this cannot be possible and you pick the word of God to him that believeth, all things are possible. To him that believeth, all things are possible. <laughs> to him that believeth, for God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that I can ask or think, according to the power that works. There's a joy power at work in your spirit, man. When you speak the word into your life and speak it into your environment. You are boosting joy. I wrote something here. One way by way joy is irrigated. You are either irritating joy or irrigating joy. What did I say? How many of you are, are irrigators of joy? You are watering joy with the word of God in your mouth. Refuse to confess what your eyes is seeing. Refuse to confess the negative events that come your way. Refuse it. Confess God's word. When one door shuts on me, it's good news because it means seven doors have opened unto me. Joy comes alive. Joy comes alive. When you develop the habit of speaking the word over your life, 
you are engaging in an activity that creates the right environment for joy to freely operate praise god okay number three uh i'll be done soon number three i want to look at this boosters thanksgiving praise and worship thanksgiving praise and worship yeah let me pick it one by one what is thanksgiving thanksgiving gratitude is one booster of joy a heart of gratitude will never have joy inactive can i read that again to you a heart of joy will never thank you jesus hallelujah a heart of gratitude will never have joy inactive a heart of gratitude we always have joy very active psalm 95 and verse number two can you open with me to psalm 95 and verse number two and he says let us come before his presence with thanksgiving let us shout joyfully to him with psalms let us come before his presence with thanksgiving how do i approach and engage god in thanksgiving and what does thanksgiving look like now um, i wrote something here that thanksgiving has a posture of recounting the works of the lord in your life and giving him laudation or associating them to his mercy grace and his awesome love when you begin to think recount and bring to memory the works of God in your life and you are saying to him it is you that has done this and it's because of your mercy your grace and your love for me that is thanksgiving oh God I slept there were many things going around me but I woke up because you kept me you kept me when I shut my eyes you shut my eyes when I opened my eyes you opened my eyes when when I got up from my bed you got me up from my bed when I walked to the washroom to brush my teeth you enabled me to walk you enabled me to take the paste and put on my brush you enabled me to put the brush on my teeth and scrub it with so I don't have brown teeth every step of the way father i acknowledge that you were the workings behind every happening that is thanksgiving a person who does not know how to be grateful you'll be empty in life thanksgiving requires that you have to have a catalog of the things so don't don't ever take any move of god in your life for granted i'm talking about move of god even to the point of being able to swallow fufu when I say move of God, maybe your mind is going to some big things. Uh, 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 uh. The last time you tripped on the street, close to a big gutter, you tripped and then you still say, Charlie, I'm, so, I'm just so good at being able to you know, balance myself. I'm a balancer. Hail balancer. If only God could open your eyes and see that angel that held you from falling. There was one day you had an issue. When you look at the guy had issue, you, you knew that this one, I can beat him. 
you were getting angry. All of a sudden, it's like cold water fell on your chest and you calmed down. God just saved you from a stabbing. But you didn't see it. Learn to be grateful. When you wake up in the morning, first word from your mouth, Father, thank you. I slept. I awoke because you caused it. When, when you are done cooking, I know people, my auntie, one of my aunties in Nigeria was cooking and then the gas exploded in the kitchen. But she was unharmed. But things were burnt in the, in the, in the kitchen. How many times have you been so careless? So careless. So careless. How many of you ladies have ever put something on fire and then the water came out of the stuff then ebbing in a doom, a jano, but the gas was still working. And you saw it a day or two after. Why didn't one of your friends light some, something around there? At that very moment, Father, thank you. There are times you thank God intermittently for everything it does. And there are times you sit down and then begin to say, let me spend some 10 minutes. Let me count them. One, two, three, four, five. Father, thank you. You know what's going to happen? As you are thanking God, you are boosting joy. 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 Hallelujah. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Let us shout joyfully. We started with thanksgiving. We end up shouting joyfully. Hallelujah. And let's go praise. Praise is also another booster of joy. Psalm 16 and verse number 11. Mikra Shirano Mikra Shirano now it says Psalm 16 verse 11 it says that you will show me the path of life in your presence is fullness of joy so in the presence of God is fullness of joy. Right? Okay. Now, Psalm 22 and verse number 3. Psalm 22 and verse number 3 says that, Oh my God. Verse 3 says that, But you are holy, enthroned in the praises of Israel. Now, in the presence of God is a fullness of joy. Now, remember, God is omnipresent. It means that God is everywhere. But there's something beautiful about omnipresence of God. The omnipresence of God is not just limited to the fact that God is everywhere at the same time. He's also in ages differently at the same time. It means that God is in the past at the same time as he's in the present and in the future. It means that if there was a time machine to take you back to 1444, you'll find God there. If there was a time machine to take to the future, you still find God there. Do you understand what it means? So the omnipresence of God is not just limited to the fact that God is in Ghana, 
right now it's in Israel, in Iraq, and Libya, and Zimbabwe at the same time. It transcends times and generations. That's how God is. Now, the presence of God mentioned here is not talking about the omnipresence of God necessarily. It's talking about the manifestation of his presence. It's talking about the concentration of God's presence at a particular place, at a particular time, to a particular person. Alright, so the presence of God is over there. It's in the dark there. It's there. But it's when we came here, we began to sing and worship and pray in tongues. And the consciousness of God's truth that says, of a word, two or three, I got, I am there. We have concentrated God's presence in this place. And that is the reason as I'm preaching this word right now, some of you that had issues in your heart is going not because the word is eloquent Mm-mm. but it's not because the president no it's not it's that the word is working something because the concentration of god has been drawn to a particular place right now it means the attention of his presence is called the shekinah glory the shekinah glory the shekinah glory when the shekinah glory is in a place stories are changed so this is no ordinary gathering. The atmosphere here and the personality here is not the same thing out there. So when we praise, God inhabits the location of the praise. Uh, praise is more like an invitation to the attention of God to handle a certain tension around us. When you praise, you are inviting the concentration of his presence in a place. Don't joke with praise. Some of you don't understand what praise is about. You think it's just an activity in the service and should while away time. If you know the amount of visitations that come during praise sessions, most times angelic presence are stronger during worship and praise than even preaching. But that is when, when you are told, close your eyes, lift your hands to God, bow down. That's the time you find the most disobedient Christians. But the greatest encounters happens when we are engaged in praise mm. praise anything you despise you will never harness the power in it anything you despise anything you despise Paul and Silas did not despise the efficacy and the power of praise and therefore, they unlock the power and potential of praise. That they so praise God that Psalm 22 3 happened for them. God inhabited the praise of these two guys, broke the chains and broke the prison doors and won souls for himself. He's the same God of Paul and Silas. The same God that told them to go around the walls of Jericho and give a shout and the walls came down the same God he has never changed how come you lift praise to him and nothing happens to you because you despise it 
you think it's just music we are making. You have no diplomacy until when it's praise time. That's when you're diplomatic. That's why some things are taking long in your life. Could you expect a prophetic word? God has given a prophetic praise. He said no. Joy is in the presence of God. His presence is provoked by praise. When we tell of his goodness. When we tell of his mercies. And I want to talk briefly about singing praise. Please note this carefully. Note this carefully. Note this carefully. Can any of you here who read your Bible very well? I know Pastor reads Bible very well. He reads Bible far. I know Mr. Miles reads. I know those who read their Bible very well. I know those who read their Bibles when they want to satisfy their religious conscience, you know, whatever. Hallelujah. Show me a scripture in the Bible that said angels are singing. Gonna look for it categorically that you saw the Bible says, and the angels were singing. Singing is a miracle God has given to humanity. Angels don't sing, they talk, they talk their praise, and they said, Holy, holy, are you Lord? They did the Bible never said they sang holy. The power to sing, God plays in humanity. So do you realize? <laughs> Under no circumstance can Shatawale have access to the president, if not for singing. No, watch it. There are platforms I've stood on. If I had started as a preacher, they would never let me stand there. I want to show you the, the, the gift of singing that God has placed in all of us. I didn't say good voice, I said singing. And that's why a whole book in the Bible talks about sing praise, sing thanksgiving. And you look down on singing. But the reason we don't emphasize the singing is because some of you have reduced to singing. But that doesn't mean we should despise that miracle. That people have met if I was not singing, I wouldn't have met them. I'm telling you. Oh, you are Pastor Zah, the worship leader. Oh, you're such blessed. The platforms, singers stand, preachers don't stand there. Check it. The following that singers have, preachers don't have it. Ah. There are musicians in church who have more following than the senior pastor. Just two twatted singers could put the whole nation in discussion for the whole week. Two stupid singers. Two. Let that fight happen in a football match. Nobody bothers. What brought ambassadors to a place singing? People have become presidents of our nations by singing. People have had doctorates by singing. And America has doctorates by singing. But can you count how many times he spoke English? But he's a doctor of sacred music. 
singing. Look at the word sing. Look at the word sign. It's the same letters. Signs and wonders are in singing. If singing was not important, God don't put it in man to do it. It's a miracle that you are talking. Just stop. You think it's a joke? Then because of how singers have bastardized this mystery, you've allowed us preachers to speak against singing. It's not about singing. It's about the content. What do you mean by that? If it's not about singing, then God should make us sing. We should all talk it. Have you realized no matter how down you are, when you lift to sing a song, you are lifted. If it's about talking, then talk it. Then all of a sudden, everything changes. It is said that the best way of learning in education is singing it. That's what children are taught songs. You think, if you ever think that a singer is, 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 have you checked out a hymn before? Some hymns have seven stanzas. And they sing, no, wait a minute. Ah, as I'm standing here, I know not less than two to four hundred songs in this head. Do you think it's a joke? They can lift a whole song, sing how many words? All kinds of words. What bomb? I want to know. It's a mystery about singing. Oh, maybe I'm talking too much. Let me read some scriptures to you. I want you to leave this service tonight. Get used to singing his praise. And stop being over-revelational and losing out basic things that will help you grow in faith. Sometimes I go for conferences and, you see, one thing I hate, I don't like it. Don't make a fact a truth. Facts are not truth. Truth is holistic. Facts are fractional. The fact that your singers in church are singing and, and they are syphonicate doesn't mean that we should, we should not sing. We should we focus on the lyrics of the song. Be holistic. Go and work on your choir. That revelation you have is for your church and your choir, not for everybody. One day I shared Mr. Mouse. He says, no, every revelation that you have, that you share with the public. Some things are, are, are exclusive to you. If God says, my son, when you slap your face seven times, you will think straight. Maybe we say, seven slapping ways of getting correct head. What nonsense is that? It's what is meant for you. And then, there is what is meant for a certain season. There are some revelations I get in God's I will never share to maybe ten years from now. Because at this moment, if I say it, you pull pick stones and stone me. Now I'm serious. That's how somebody has an uncooked revelation of tithe. Came to share. Maybe we don't give tithe again. Uncooked revelation. And being here, what chain in temperature? Sing. Learn to sing. From the Libya sing. I should go and sing. Sing is praise. Let's read some few scriptures. And then I'll do the last one. Time is up. Um, Psalm 9, verse 11. Let's see what is there. 
Oh, Baradiga Shanda Balaba. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Me cry. Sorry. Not to jump. Say, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm part. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It says, sing praises to the Lord who dwells in Zion. Declare his deeds among the people. He said what? Sing. What did he say? Sing praises. There's a place for talk the praise and there's a place for sing the praise. 13 verse 6. Let's not read the scriptures for you then, then I think I'll be done. Number 6. It says, I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. Do you know before Christ began his process to the cross, he sang him? It's in the Bible. Christ sang him. Do you know why black, blacks, black Americans sing so well? The only... What is the word? I don't know what word to use, but... The only thing that insulated them from the pains of slavery was singing. We will go with joy in the labor. Those vibrato was out of the cry. That's how it was developed. We will That's how it was. And the high notes when the pain was too much. That's how they went through. You wonder why South Africans sing so well. Their appetite made them sing. Now they are chopping from singing. Out of affliction, they receive the gift. To sing. Sing to the Lord. God loves to hear your voice in singing. God loves to hear your voice in singing. Sing his praise. When you sing his praise, his presence his presence, joy. Oh, glory. Oh, hallelujah. Will anything steal your singing? Oh, I'm singing his praise. Psalm 18 verse 49. says, therefore, I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the Gentiles, and sing praises to your name. Sing praises to your name. 21 verse 13 psalm 21 verse 13 oh glory to god be exalted O lord in your own strength we will sing and praise your power and then the last one under that column is worship 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 dwells on the attributes and character and the nature of god he is everlasting he is the I am that I am. The one who was and is and is to come. He is the ancient of days, the bright and morning star. He upholds all things by the word of his power. Mighty God, mighty King. <laughs> Glory to God. Mm. Time is up. I was going to talk about the last booster service. But if I want to dwell on service right now, we're going to leave here at 9.30. 
the psalmist says Israel said that how shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land but saints of God that is the best place to sing the Lord's song in the strange land why because in the strange land where there's nothing to write home about when we sing the Lord's song we are giving joy the opportunity to express himself and when joy is active in our midst, solutions comes our way. Oh, brakasha kayabaya. Sing the lost song. Some of you have heard me in church singing tongues. You've never learned to sing in tongues. You think it's strange to sing in tongues? Just sing in tongues. Just learn to sing in tongues. Sometimes speak the psalms and just sing it to the Lord. Anytime you find yourself that your joy is being choked, don't call anybody. Don't call your pastor yet. Pick your songbook, the Bible. Look at everything that God has put there. Begin to sing it. Begin to sing it. Begin to sing it. Begin to sing it. As you sing it, as you sing it, the burdens are lifted. As you sing it, joy is coming up alive like whales. Then when the joy is coming, you now hear direction. Son, call this man. Son, move here. Son, pass here. In fact, ability to hear the voice of God is in the atmosphere of joy. Without joy, you can't even hear God speak to you. Oh, Shabaya. Father, we love you. Just sit down. Close your eyes. I want you to begin to stir up joy by begin to thank God recount all that he has done and thank him you could even take a step further to praising him and a step further to worshiping him Oh my prakesayose vilikate na pashana Ayesaya kayades merekashima fendos na belenos Ma ketenaso viranasi komashine
protection, provision, your healing, your covering. You made a way for me when there seems to be no way. Pick me up from the miry clay, set my feet on the rock to stay. Wash me white as snow, wash me white as snow, wash me white as snow. I once was lost, but now I'm found. So I've come to say thank you. We've come to say thank you. Rejected ones are accepted today because of you. Rejected ones are accepted today because of you. Also, Rejected ones are accepted today because of you. You call me from afar. You call me from afar. You called us from afar and brought us near. We said thank you. Sin as we were once before, sin as we were once before, but we are made righteous in Christ Jesus. We thank you. Oh, mind that you were mindful of us. You were mind that you were mindful of me. Well, we were mindful of us. You called us friends. You called us friends. Oh, Holy Spirit, stir up the spirit of joy in everyone here. Let the joy of the spirit be stirred up in us. Rose came a la binda rahansin kera nama shagi Fandera sele mande grazus en gradi Kriena de kriena de kriena de kriena de kriena de kriena de Tanderia sarabade Ria kamare mama sanda bahaya de Oh adara vaya nama baba de mazenda brade mane nene mane nanano
you, you can't be you can't be moody again you can't be doubtful again you can't you don't have that in your DNA you don't have it what do you have in the spirit of joy in your spirit man is the fruit of the spirit in spite of all that the enemy brings away your joy will be on your heart but in this season of joy those burdens are lifted some of you have to be happy with your lives for, some, for a while now even your faith was kind of shaking even though for some bread in your life you have even left church but tonight as the, the servant of God declared the month of joy God is treating us and tonight the burdens have been lifted off you it's a new beginning a new A new beginning, 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 oh, a new beginning, oh, a new beginning, oh, a new beginning for you. It's a new beginning. Now look at me. The reason David will say, Restore to me the joy of salvation is this. You see, when you lose the joy of salvation, the works of salvation fuse to you as a burden. I'm telling you. You, when you, when that joy is, is suffocating, when a saint feels burdened, come to church. The joy of salvation is, is, is not given expression. tonight as many of you that opened up your heart to the spirit of God you're going to serve better in church because of tonight you're going to win souls because of tonight because the joy of salvation is in you thank you Jesus the joy of this is that take this home and continue
continue at home. 